Okay, that's it. That's all I have. Uh, Pastor, would y'all greet Pastor Don as he comes? Amen. Praise God. Let, let's let's um, pray for those requests that Aaron just made. Um, hmm. Wow, man. Okay, God. Um, it 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 takes people to to do this gathering the way we've been doing it. And so, God, we just trust you. Children's Church Sound Musicians Help us God Because You deserve it You deserve it All of the glory Belongs to you. All right, let's stop right there. <laughs> it was a song back in the day. Won't that far back in the day. But this is what they say. And all this is for you. For your glory and your fame. We need children's workers. We need sound tech. We need musicians. All of the glory belongs to you. So Father, I thank you today that I can't I can't even make this stuff up. <laughs> I just can't I can't even make it up. These next two weeks, man, are going to be absolutely crazy. I'm, I really, God, would you give grace to our visitors today? <laughs> um, you know, it is what it is. You chose to come today. God bless you. Um, a merry heart do is good like a medicine. I'm so glad you're laughing because this is scary, man. This is really scary. What is it? Is it up there? Return from sabbatical. <laughs> you have to start shaking right there. So for all our guests, I've been um, I've been gone for a year hanging out with God. Um, probably so, a year is in twelve months or whatever, a little more than that. My lovely bride was with me. It was amazing. But before I even get into that, I, I want to ask uh, Brenda Vickers, Leslie Moore, and my precious bride Florence, would you guys come up front for a second, just for a second, please? Just for a second. Just for a second. Yep. Praise God. Praise God. Now, y- y'all three of y'all just staying out there, right, Scott? I just want y'all, as a congregation, I'm telling you, last week, Mother's Day, these three ladies dropped some, I don't know how y'all young people say it, but whatever that is y'all say, they dropped it. No question about it. And um, the Lord just put on my heart that we we just want to stretch our hands and, and really make sure they know we appreciate uh, them being willing to serve in that way last week. So, Father, thank you for these amazing women of God and um, just the investment they made and deposited in us as a people on last week. And uh, just thank you for their amazing lives and their amazing faithfulness. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. All right. Brenda and Leslie can leave, but Florence, if you would stay. Praise God. Today is Florence's birthday. Amen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and it's her first birthday as a grandmother. And so... All right, we're going to sing happy birthday to her. We're going to do the uh, traditional, then we're going to do the Stevie Wonder style, all right? So let's start. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Florence. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. 
You know, we back from a year sabbatical. I was a little concerned at the beginning, right? Me and both of us were like, we got a whole year to be looking up in each other's face. What's going to happen with this? And it was so beautiful. Absolutely, we grew more and more in love. I'm telling you, I love this girl right here. And um, anybody put up with me, and those of you who don't know me, today you're going to know like, dog, she lived with that too. <laughs> Hey, that brother's intense. What in the world? So, here we are. This return from the sabbatical. So, Father God, I just bow before you. Um, like I said, I can't make this up. The fact that this Sunday, I didn't talk to Aaron. I didn't know what was... And you, you forced the music side to be simple. You did that. And it was still great. It was still amazing. I had to get on my knees because it was, it's your presence, God. It's your presence. Jesus never used the sound system. Go ahead, go ahead. You can touch your neighbor on that one. Say, yeah, I never thought of it that way. I never, I ne- you know, I never thought of that. And so, God, today, my cry for us is that we don't miss what's right in front of us, God. That we would be set free from the distractions that we create for ourselves to actually get in the way of us actually encountering you in the way that you've always designed Hebrews says it boldly and I I pray even when I say it right now Jesus Christ the same yesterday today and forever there is no historical Jesus for the followers of Jesus no historical Jesus Jesus is alive right now And we need to get in an attitude, God, that we live our lives with that expectancy. 24-7, you are present with us. Not when we come to this just, not just when we come to this place. Thank you for Aaron and how she articulated, again, the, the amazing value of when we come in corporately together. Touch you. But that really doesn't work if the only time we do that is when we try to come here and do it. So, God, I believe today, again, I I pray the blood of Jesus over every spirit of offense that would try to come, that people would know that all of my righteousness is a filthy rag. I have have no uh, exalted opinion of, of this piece of stinky flesh right here. All, all I got is the is a relationship. Is, I love how Ramesh did that. Hey, I'm 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 saved by the grace of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. But I tell you what, I believe I'm saved. I believe I know God. I believe I have a relationship with God. And Lord, I'm done with trying to wait for people to say they understand that. Justice with the baptism, God. Again, why do this stuff if we don't actually believe that the Spirit of God is actually doing something in Joel's life? We went. We, that wasn't no ritual. That's we. We the, the Holy Ghost. You know. Uh, you know. As urban people say, you know, the Holy Ghost up in here, man. Saying he's saying Holy Spirit. They cousins. They same thing. They the same thing. So come on, God. Come on, come on, just do your thing. You created Don Coleman in your image and your likeness. That's right. I believe it. 
You better believe it. Or what else? You look in the mirror and that's the real you? That's all you got is what you see in the mirror? You're living lower than what God has ordained for you. Jesus died so you can live and be what he ordained for you to be. So let it happen in this place today in these next few moments. In Jesus' name, amen. So sabbatical, man. Can you believe that? Would you clap your hands for this local church? Can you go to the next slide? Go to the next slide. All right. Thanks be to our Father God and our Lord Jesus Christ so much for our sabbatical. Of course, I'm speaking on behalf of me and my wife. I'm so grateful to you all, the congregation, the elders, the pastors, the staff, and many of my friends um, who made, made that sabbatical a reality. Would you clap your hands for all those people for me? Amen. Praise God. I, I'm just, I, I can't, I cannot, I cannot put it in words. Now, the jury is out, though, how much y'all going to appreciate that after these next few weeks. No, I'm being real. So I'll come back next week. So you already know, you know, you can go ahead and make that decision. Yeah, I'm going to the beach next week. That's all right. It's all good. Because whoever's here going to get the full blast to a whole nother level. Okay, so today I'm just planting some seeds. That's all I'm doing today. <laughs> Kenny, no, Kenny, no, I ain't playing. <laughs> See? So next week, though, it's like no holes barred. None coming at you. But the reality is the, the seeds I'm going to drop today are going to cause you to go, whoa, whoa, do I, do I really believe this stuff? Do I, do I really believe this stuff? Do I really believe this? And if you're here today and you're not a follower of Jesus Christ, let me tell you something. Don't be moved by me. Be moved by him. He loves you so much that he died for you. He died. Can you believe that? He died for you. How many people believe Jesus died for them? Was that all he did? What else happened? He rose from the dead. So again, thank you all so much for letting us have that sabbatical. Um, it, uh, it, uh, words, words really can't um, express, again, to tell you the rhythm authentically. You know, we got blessed to go to Hawaii, went to, uh, 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 man, the, the made us, blessed us, sent us to um, Palm Desert, California. I had never been to that part of California, which, which, which helped. I saw God in what they call desert mountains. They're mountains that looks like somebody just took big rocks and stacked them up and stacked them up. up into the sky. It's, it's unreal. 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 And then it had that good heat. Oh no, the good, good, I like, I like good, no humidity, buddy. That giant just dry. The dude say, Don, just what you do in that kind of heat. You wet your shirt before you go out. By the time you get back, it'll be dry. You don't sweat. It's dry heat. It's okay. God calling. Thank you, God, for calling. We appreciate you checking on us today. Thank you. Well, one of the things I saw in the sabbatical is that the first rhythm of it. So, like you said, we had some fun. We did some things. We rested. We relaxed. It was awesome. But the first couple of months of the sabbatical, I, I really pressed into Sabbath. I really pre I pressed in. I pressed in and pressed in. And it was the Lord just uh, blessed me. It was a book I read called 24 6. And next week when I come, I'm going to bring a list of all the books that I read while I was on sabbatical. So if you want to, like, catch up with me, you can just read these books. As a matter of fact, the books are better, way better communicators than I am. Okay? You understand what I'm saying? I'm an experienced guy. So house churches, house church leaders, I want to come to your house church. Because I do way better 20, 30 people sitting in a room. You can ask questions. We can go at it. And then the Holy Ghost come in and people start crying and weeping and all that. I'm all for that. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm serious. Yesterday, I was just at a Richmond Christian Leadership Institute. Okay? I'm just, I'm just you know, working with some young people. Man, I, I pray for this girl. And she just started weeping. I mean, like, uncontrollably. 
And I was like, that won't my prayer. So I have a divine expectancy that, that, that God wants to in, you to encounter him in a real way that's undeniable. Okay? That's bigger than your ability to reason. But on this sabbatical, man, I'm pressing in and, and I'm resting. And this is what I found out. This is pretty cool what the Lord showed me. The importance of stopping is, is almost like it's beyond us. Because of our emphasis on doing has become such a distraction from us actually trusting the presence of God. One of the things God showed me, this is crazy, man. Man, you like sitting up here, bro. You a bold brother, man. I got to give you some love, man. You keep coming back for more, bro. You good, brother. Love you, man. You're going to be all right. All right. It's okay. It's okay. Um, but, but, but it was just like, it's like, Don, you know about Sabbath, you know about all this stuff. But again, sometimes God gives you revelation and the revelation was like crazy. Like a lack of stopping is a demonstration of a lack of your trust in God. Cause you got to keep doing it. Cause you don't think, cause, cause if I don't do it, who going to do it? And seeing in the African American community, when we, you know, we, you know, our world is kind of do 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 do, but when we we know that do do stink, that's what that does. Do do stinks. And so, if you're a person that's do 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 do, that's a lot of stinking. Check it. If you haven't been practicing some way of Sabbath, and then go ahead, put the next slide up. <sighs> Okay, go back to that. Let me say it again. Go back, go back to that. Practicing Sabbath stopping is an act of modeling our faith in God. Amen? Go ahead, next one. This is in the Bible. Somebody said this is in the Bible. Say it's on the screen, but it's actually in the Bible. So here you go. Look at this. This is like plain as day. Then he said to them, this is Jesus talking. The Sabbath was made for humankind. Not humankind for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. What's the point there? There's some people who are religious about the Sabbath. Okay? I'm not. You know why? Because Jesus is Lord of the Sabbath. Okay? And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So don't think I'm up here telling you, trying to dictate to you what your Sabbath needs to look like. Okay, that's not what I'm doing. You got to find that out. You got to find out. You know, you know, some people. Well, that's that's the Sabbath day and all that. That's great. That's fine. For but but there is no law that followers of Jesus, the Lord of the Sabbath, has made us submit to. But He is the Lord of the Sabbath. So if I'm worshiping the Lord of the Sabbath, I should be practicing. Oh, see, yeah, yeah. All right, okay. You'll get it one day. Father God, I pray for this place because we got a lot of young people with a lot of energy that they're actually wasting. Great day, bro. That if they took that energy and stopped and just rested with you, you would get a lot more done in their lives. But that takes faith. Faith is the substance of things over the evidence of things not seen. That faith will rise in these young people to stop. If they're not already there, they will begin to practice stopping. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, you can go ahead to the next slide. Yeah, praise God. Simplicity, another big thing that came out of the uh, sabbatical. And so again, like today was like when I saw, you know, the one chair and the one mic and the keyboard, I was like, come on, God, that's like brilliant. And I didn't even talk to them. Is that word up there? It's up there. Simplicity. Simplicity. Don't be afraid of it. Don't make it too complicated. <laughs> don't make it too complicated. And don't make it too deep. See, like like today, like, like some, I'm, 
again, I'm about to drop some stuff, and it's going to be like, ooh. It ain't a, mm-mm. no, it ain't. <laughs> it's, it's like first grade. First grade, but we're going to act like it's like, that's deep. What Pastor Don say, ooh. That's because we don't want to do it. <laughs> you know, that's what you, you're like. I'm going to act like Pastor Don is like super spiritual. You know, ooh, Pastor Don, he went on a sabbatical. He's been with God. That's why he coming back here acting like that. Please. Please. Come on. Simplicity. Go ahead and touch your neighbor and say simplicity. Don't make it too deep. Don't make it too deep. Don't make it too deep. Simplicity. You just practice simplicity. Real simple. All right, go ahead. Next slide. So here we go. Again, ladies and gentlemen, just in case you thought, you know, like I make this stuff up. This is in the Bible. Trust in yourself with all your heart. Oh, see that? See that? Brother should know how to read, right? Trust in the. Come on. Trust in the. Trust in the. We need the kids to hear it across the street. Trust in the. With all your heart. Hello? Hello? Let me now here we go. You up here, see? So I'm gonna put you to a like a major test. What school did you go to? V- okay, come on, bro. Me too. So work with me. Don't let me down on this. All means all. Come on, bro. That's what I'm talking about. That's it. Keep it simple. All means all. Do you know whether or not you have trusted God with all of your heart? If you do, then help me out and explain it to me when you get a chance. As a matter of fact, that may be what I do after service. It's just pull, come up to you and say, hey, you know what? We read this scripture today. Um, have you ever trusted God with all your heart? What would your answer be? How do you know? Look, let me. This, I saw this today too when I was just hanging out with God, right? Preaching is overrated. I'm telling you, it's overrated. You know why it's overrated? Because we like to preach. It's all right. I mean, I, I mean, I love getting up here, talking. To you. Oh, I love it. Come on, all the preachers, Doug. All of them, they like it. So you know what we do? We gonna keep doing it. But who's checking to see if anybody's doing what we're preaching? And then, then, and then, if we do try to check, then people say, "Well, you're trying to control me." Why? Because I asked you, do, "Are you doing the Bible?" And I expect an answer. I, I, I thought you were. I thought that was rhetorical. <laughs> no, no, no. How are you doing the Bible? Look, man, come on, man. Look, look, look. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. If you are actually going to be a true follower of Jesus Christ, the requirement of heaven is that you lean not on your own understanding. And so your next question should be, so, so, so what do I do? Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Acknowledge him in all your ways and he will direct your path. Well, well, Pastor Don, that, that, whoa, 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 bro, whoa. Don't panic. Don't panic. It says don't lean to your own understanding. Because you need to be leaning to the understanding that comes from God. We don't have this verse and I ain't going to work her to put it up there. But I'm just going, I am going to read this from Colossians chapter 1. Verses 9 through 13, it says, for this reason, also, since the day we heard this, this is the Apostle Paul writing to the church of Colossae. I want to tell you all this. Get ready. Get ready in in 2019. I'm not going to preach a lot, but the times I do preach, I'm I'm most likely to be preaching from Colossians and stuff like that. Because I'm accepting the fact that in our context, we need to be living the Bible. We need to stop reading the Bible like it's far, far away. No, we need to live the Bible. And, and then when we when we read it, this is what happened to me on sabbatical. It's like 
So what does that look like in 2019 right now? I'm not looking at a faraway historical record because Jesus, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus is here right now, right now, 24-7 when I walk, Jesus is walking with me. So the issue becomes, I can learn from the examples of Apostle Paul and all those people, but I better know how, how is this applied in my life today? All right, let me work you. One of the ways this is applied in my life today is that the Apostle Paul had a young brother that was tight with him, that he worked him and discipled him. Anybody know his name? Timothy. You know who my Timothy is? Chris Lee. Chris Lee is my Timothy. I mean, he's crazy. I mean, but he's my Timothy. And I'm like, that's what we're supposed to be doing. Where's the application in your life? Paul in another place said, he said, I am a father to the church at Corinth. He said, I'm, I'm your father by way of the gospel. He accepted who he was to the people. In, the, in that context, there are people here who see me in that context here. I'll be preaching on that. Because see, it's, it's time out for reading the Bible like it's, Far where out there, no man, this is to be lived. And if you don't want to live it with me, find somebody to live it with. Great day. <laughs> don't go to church. Stop going to church. Stop doing it. You got to be who God has called you to be. And you got to be with the people he called you to be with. We had the covenant signing today. And I ain't go, you know, I ain't go deep in there, but I try to scare him. <laughs> I guess I said, said, look, you, sh- <laughs> come on. We, we about, we about to press in. If you're a part of this local church, we about to press in. When you read the Bible, get ready, get ready. Because we planning on doing the Bible here. We're done. We're done. And you should have known it when you sent me away for a year. No, that's y'all fault. I, ain't, I, I asked for it. You didn't have to do it. And so now I'm being held accountable to God. It's like I really believe like God is with me. God is watching me. God is like, Don, I sent you. I birthed you. I created you for such a time as this. You see? And then I got crazy people like the Grangers. They've lost their minds. They, they're gone. They're going after God. And you know what? They don't need to be doing that with a family that don't know how to come alongside them and support them versus ask them a hundred questions. Well, why are you doing that? 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 So, oh, baby, that's my number one cheerleader right there. She ain't playing. I got, that's right, girl. Stand with your man. That's right. Look, look, look. I got to let y'all go, okay? So, come on, Lord, talk to me. (laughs) Let me tell y'all something that happened. Just so y'all know that, again, I'm really living this. I got a text this morning from a brother that I love. In his text, he said, Don, I'm praying for you. Don't let the time constraints control you today. (laughs) I I can let you look at it on my phone. I can let you look at it. I ain't making this stuff up. That's what he told me. That's scary. Then earlier today, I'm telling you, I'm having a ball, really hanging out with God. I really think I like to hear from God. I do. And so I'm, I'm trying to, I'm, I am trying to terrorize you. Because I'm, I'm not playing. I mean, I'm like, I think I hear from God. So I called my wife up. You know, she was over there with her grandbaby. You know, and I'm, and I'm out there chilling. And I'm like, hey, I'm coming to pick you up at one o'clock. She was like, um... You know, I, I thought you told me two o'clock. I'm with the baby. And I said, you know what, baby? It's your birthday. I'm going to come at two o'clock. I told her that. I heard the Lord say, but you need to be home by one o'clock. One o'clock, I pull up to my house. Right across the street, there's Tyler Bodlet and Murray Withrow. And I knew this is why God told me to be here at one o'clock to pray for you guys. And right on the street, just like Jesus did with his disciples, we won't hide. We prayed right on the street. Well, Pastor Don, what's the big deal about that? I don't know. I just believe it's a big deal. See how stupid that is? That, that's, that's, I'm gone, man. 
I'm going. I, God ordered my steps to be at my house at one o'clock so I could pray for Murray Withrow and Tyler Bala. You got any stories like that in your life? You do. You just ain't claiming them. Why are you not claiming them? Because the university taught you that you're intelligent and you can figure everything out. And if you can't figure it out, you just call it a coincidence. Versus, no, my steps are ordered by God. If I got there at one o'clock and they got there at one o'clock, they're believers, their steps were ordered. And so now we're going to make it a God moment. There it is. You know the people who are talking. Them are people. Them are my people talking now. The rest of y'all are like, <laughs> come on, man. Come on. We don't All right, here we go. Here we go. All right, we know that we, 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 we're going to honor whatever God is saying to me right now. What's the next step, God? All right. But Paul prayed in Colossians 1, 9 through 13, for this reason also, since the day we heard this, we haven't stopped praying for you. Ladies and gentlemen, the reason I'm going to take some liberty here today is because authentically I know I will wake up in the early morning in a cabin in Covington, Virginia, on the Jackson River, and I will sit on the screen porch, and I would pray for this place. I would pray for you, those I knew by name, by name, but others I cried out for this place, that we would move from churchianity into a divine encounter with the living God. That's it. The, ladies and gentlemen, let me give you a news flash. The apostle Paul was not born of a virgin. He was just a dude. And you reading the Bible like, man, that was awesome. How is it? How is it Paul was awesome? Because he had an encounter with Jesus. That's it. Jesus Christ is saying yesterday, today, and forever. God is waiting for some people to believe they can have an encounter with him. I'm done. I believe it. He saved me from the project's foster home. God did that. November, December 2009, I'm in a coma for three and a half weeks. They tell my sister I only have a 15% chance of survival. When I do come out of the coma, and by revelation, I'm with God. I said, God, where was I in the coma? He said, you were with me. You didn't need the earth. And this, he can't what? Really? For sure? Friday night. See, I'm going, I'm going for it. Whether y'all go with me or not, I'm going for it. Because I got people that's crazy enough to go with me. So Friday night, I had them over my house. One but, one but eight of us. We was up in that thing. Yes, ah. Expecting God. We had it move. God did his thing. Boom. And that's why I love the modern world. This morning I get a text from one of the husbands. Whew. Pastor Don, you don't know. My wife is changed. You, a word came to her that set her free. So that's what I'm talking about, man. That's what I'm talking about. You want to be set free. Okay, okay, I'm listening, Lord, I'm listening. The Lord loves y'all, okay? I'm telling you, he does. Because I, I go all night. No, I could. And just let people just walk out. I just keep preaching. Y'all just walk out. If you need to. No, it wouldn't bother me one bit. But that ain't what he's telling me to do. I promise you, you'll be out here for tomorrow. No, for sure. I'll stop before tomorrow. You can leave whenever you choose to. Praise God. We are asking. Okay, so here's this Paul praying. We're asking that you be filled with the knowledge of his will. That's the kind of prayers I've been praying, man. I'm praying those kind of prayers. Be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom. And this is what it says. And spiritual understanding. You know what that is? Do you have some of that? Do you know where to get that from? Are you going after it on a regular basis? Or are you settling for your edumacation? Well, Pastor Don, you, you seem like you're attacking my education. What did I, I didn't say nothing about your education. I didn't attack your education. I just told you don't settle for it. Preach, preacher. Huh? Yes, sir. I got two daughters. They educated like I don't know what. One of them scary educated. She's going to go her, what's that, masters, all that stuff, straight A's. And I ain't telling her that's the devil. That's the devil. That's the devil. Oh, no, no, no. Don't get it twisted, friend. It just don't put it above God. And that's our problem. We got too many people putting that stuff above God. 
And when you face a crisis, you still look into that for the answer. Then to trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your understanding. When you cry out to God and say, God, I need your help. He's saying, okay, you sure you trusted me? And check this. He, he just showed me this a moment ago. See, we look at the Bible and we see, you know, raising the dead and people getting healed and all that. And we say, oh, those are the real miracles. Don't get it twisted. God operates in context. He ain't moved. The doctors didn't heal me. But I went to the doctor. Dr. Popo, he's a good brother. He's my doctor. But he don't heal me. He practiced medicine. I mean, the doctor said themselves they have a medical practice. That's what they call it. <laughs> Jesus is a healer. And so I let the dude practice on me, but I'm looking for my healing from Jesus. Yeah, that was good, wasn't it? Hey, the Holy Ghost good, man. I didn't even know that till I got here just now. Hey, hey, that was pretty serious. That ain't in my notes, man. Talk, Jesus, talk. Popo, no, I love him too, man. That boy done helped me so much. Come on. That you may be filled with the knowledge of his will. See, you can be filled with the knowledge of his will and spiritual understanding so that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not doing this to try to beat you up. I'm trying to get you to desire more than being an earth dweller. Huh? If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. The old has passed away and all things are new and have come from God. God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. The reality of your life is you've got to get in tune with who you are spiritually because the counterfeit people on TV turn on PBS. They got these gurus on there. You know, your spiritual awareness. And I'm like, man, I'll be checking it out. I'll be like, wow, that's some counterfeit stuff right there, boy. But thousands of people paying thousands of dollars. And we got the word of God. We've got Jesus who's right here, right now. Right here, right now. Christ in you, the hope of glory. And he's begging you. You know, he's begging us to talk to him. He's begging us to see the value of the prayer meetings and prayer time. Ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow, next Sunday at 3 o'clock, we're giving away a million dollars. 3 o'clock, right across the street, um, uh, right across the street, a million dollars. Giving away a million dollars. Everybody who show up, you get a million dollars. Go ahead and let your mind process that. The first process is he lying. That's good. That was true because I, I won't. I got, but I have something worth a million. But you don't. You don't see the value. You don't see the value of it. And it's okay. It don't. I'm not begging you to come to the prayer meeting. I'm praying that you get a revelation of something. Okay. Boom. All right. Flip the slides. Thank you. Boom. Go ahead. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on, sweetie. Go ahead. Uh oh. See that? I, oh, try to yoga. Do not be conformed to this world. Do not be, do, do, do not, do not, do not be conformed to this world. I'm stuttering because I know we don't really believe that. That's in the Bible again. But be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God. What is good, acceptable, and perfect. Every decision you make, everything you do, when I come up to you and say, well, wow, why did you do that? What should be your first answer? Always. Okay, let me go over here. Because she's a sweetheart. Alright, what's your answer? Because God says so. God says so. <laughs> See, hey, well, Pastor, you know what? I really, uh, you know, people don't abuse that. You know, people don't abuse that. You got a cell phone, Kenny? You got a cell phone. Alright, there you go. You think anybody ever abused a cell phone? Are you going to stop using it? No, are you going to stop using it because somebody else abused the cell phone? No, you, you, come on. You see, so, so when we get those little dumb answers, oh, well, I, I, don't, I don't like saying God. 
told me, I don't like saying, man. I don't like really saying. You know, I could be urban. I could be bougie and whatever. You know, it's still, it's still, it's still a joke, man. You're perpetrating a fraud. Be honest. You don't say God told you to do something because you haven't spent the time in his face to have the confidence to say that he did. And stop being mad with people who do. But be, but, but watch the ones who saying it, but ain't living nothing. That's true. But that don't mean I'm going to stop hearing from God because somebody else was dumb. And just like you said, we play these games. Oh, you know what? I'm never going to drive a car again because yesterday a guy took a car and rolled down the street and killed a bunch of people. So I'm not going to drive a car anymore. It's foolishness. Just be honest. Get in God's face and let God say something to you. Take a step of faith. And when you make a decision, say, I believe this is what the Lord is saying. And guess, guess what? But what? Here's another one. But what if I'm wrong? So God going to go, you up there seeking me. Why were you seeking me and got it wrong? That what you think going to happen? That, what you, that must be what you think. God going to be like, you dummy, you were seeking me. Why were you doing that? No, no, no. That's not, that, that's not the God I know. He would say, all right, come on, let's try it again. He's a merciful God. If he wasn't merciful, we'd all be dead right now. Hello? I know, I know today, today was the day you didn't sin at all. You must be the one. Now, let me look over here. Let me see if one I'm over here. Nope, nope. <laughs> I don't even see one over here. So all of us, by the mercy of God. I mean, come, if, we really, if we really believe this stuff, the fact that I'm breathing and talking to you is because of the real, authentic, resurrected mercy of God. Because the Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory. The wages of sin is death. So that I mean I should be dead if it wasn't for his mercy. Oh, man. Okay. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the new mind. See, that's a renewed mind when you can see that. Next slide. Okay, Lord, I'm listening. Go ahead, next slide. I, I got a guy to roll. And this is eternal life. That they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, who I've sent. These are the words of Jesus. So here's another question. Do you know God? Well, again, I, I really don't like saying I know God. Because that's like I'm exalting myself or something. Who told you that? Jesus said... The only way you get eternal life is that they know you, the only true God. Go to work Monday, tomorrow, and tell somebody, you know what? I have eternal life because I know God. Would you like to get to know him? They're going to think I'm crazy. Ladies and gentlemen, they already think you're crazy. They already think you're crazy. So why not go all the way? And that's the problem. We got these, all all of us a lot of times are Clark Kent Christians. Yeah, what do I mean by that? This is our phone booth right here. We come in here on Sunday. Super Christian, lift your hands and praise him. Then we go outside. It's like kryptonite. We go to work. Somebody, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm old. That's right. People may not even know who Superman is. I don't know. Oh, they got modern Superman. Y'all know who Superman is. Y'all don't know? Anybody know who Superman? Oh, okay. I know y'all acting mighty quiet. Come on, come on, come on. All right. House churches, please bring me to your house churches. Please, please. This is life eternal. They know you're the only true God in Jesus Christ whom you have sent. Boom, boom. Come on, sweetie. There we go. This is it. Dun, dun, dun. I promise you, I'm going to read this slide and the next slide, and I'm going to sit down. So Aaron is there singing. What's happening next? Communion is happening. Doug, where are you? Doug is over there. Praise God. All right, here we go. Now, when Jesus came into the district, the seventh district of the east end of Richmond. He asked his disciples, because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So he actually could be here today. He is here. And as his representative, I'm allowing myself to say he's asking you. Who do people say that the Son of Man is? Don't answer. But you will answer it yourself at some point, okay? But not right this second. And they said, you know, typical disciple-like people. Oh, man, well, come on, man. Some say John the Baptist. Others say Elijah. Others, Jeremiah, one of the prophets, you know. 
And then here's the master blaster right here, baby. Right. Hey, Jesus, don't you love Jesus, man? Jesus was like, Don't play with me. Don't walk with me and don't know me. I mean, how would you feel, man? How would you feel, you know, somebody you've been walking with for like two and a half years? And they say, who am I? I mean, how would that feel, Kenny? If I said, like, Kenny, who am I, man? You'd be like, you Pastor Don, right? <laughs> he said, but who do, they, who do you say that I am? Next slide. Simon Peter, you gotta love Simon Peter, man. Big mouth dude, always got something to say. And then we know what happened, the dude punked out. <laughs> He's just like, dude, I don't know Jesus who, no. I ain't, I ain't know him. So you ought to know God got mercy for us, bro. That dude still wrote a book in the Bible. Come on, man, that's the God we serve. Don't panic. Simon Peter replied, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus said to him, don't you want to hear Jesus say this to you? Blessed are you, Kenny. Blessed are you, Florence. Blessed are you, Chris. Blessed are you, Leslie. Blessed are you, Brenda. Blessed are you, Aaron. Blessed are you, Bobby. Blessed are you, Lawson. Blessed are you, Lawson husband. Blessed are you For flesh and blood Has not revealed this to you So that's what we're going to leave here today friend And then I'm coming back next week What has the father revealed to you about who Jesus is. Are you even courageous enough to receive that? That when you say who Jesus is, you are saying it because you've had a revelation from our Father God. Because based on this verse, all my preaching if you didn't notice, you know, I try to act like I'm like super spiritual. But the reality is, I am in flesh and blood right this second. That's why I'm not like over impressed with my preaching or feel any kind of pressure. So I'm, I'm going to let the staff know now. Wednesday, there will be no evaluation of this message. There will be no what was good, what was bad. Won't be none of that. None of that. I'm not a, I'm not a youngster trying to learn how to preach. Because I'm not trying to preach. If you don't get a revelation from God, you're done. And I'm not going to allow you to come to this place week after week and think that's what's going to get you into a relationship with God. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Just Google it. Google that. Jesus Christ is saying yesterday, Google it, and the Bible going to come up. Boy, it taught me that. The, great, the greatest Bible reference is Google. To put a Bible verse in Google, it'll tell, you, it'll tell you what the verse is. So you're without excuse. Okay. Again, house church leaders, Toya, Toya not over here, but me and Toya, I think she already sent y'all a note. Y'all need to start getting the dates on the count. I know y'all going to break for summer and all that. Get me there before you break. And don't tell them the week I'm coming. Don't tell them. Father God, I thank you right now. I'm, I'm free. Because <laughs> flesh and blood can't reveal what really needs to be revealed. <laughs> so I did my little assignment. And you love the people so much. Because you know I could keep going. I'm only stopping because you're asking me to stop. Because you know it's stretching them. And you love the teachers across the street. Come on, man. So even this very format, we talk about we for God, we want God. We, we Come on. The very format brings some level of limitation with it. 
And that's okay. I ain't mad at nobody. Because Jesus Christ is able to work within our context. But as long as we try to treat the Bible like a historical thing, but then we're going to live in our context and do it the way we did it. Because you can't find this in the Bible. <laughs> can't find one church service. But that don't scare Jesus. He's here. He'll show up. But he won't be limited to it. So we better figure out how are we getting revelation from God? And how are we living this 24-7 where the Jesus of the Bible is alive within our context? Just like he walked with the Apostle Paul. Just like when he walked in his physical existence with the disciples. He is with us now. Our issue is we keep allowing our understanding to get in the way of being aware. God does not lie. The sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. And further on in that scripture in Matthew, it said, He blessed Peter and said, Upon this rock I will build my ecclesia. I believe, God, you're releasing something afresh about what we've called church. Which even if you go through the historical research of the word church, there is it's impossible that Jesus was referring to what we call church when he said he was going to build his ecclesia. It's 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 just it's ludicrous. The conspiracy of the devil. But here we go. Jesus don't lie. He's building something. And what he's building comes by people having a revelation of who he is. So we believe here, this local gathering of people, that that's what we want. So I pray this week, Father, that you reveal Jesus to each of us the way you choose. Again, Lord, bless our visitors. Oh, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Bless them. Protect them from, you know, complaining. Not just them or everybody. Protect them, Lord. Just say, forget it, brother. If he do it 70 times 7, you got to forgive him. So go ahead and forgive him for, for what he's taking this long time. <laughs> Come on, God. Yeah, you know I'm, go- I'm gone. That's what they said in the Bible. They said, that dude acting like he drunk. But then they said, but I could tell they had been with Jesus. That's where I'm at now, man. I ain't worrying about people thinking about me. Huh? I'm already done. Done. Got my ticket. Eternal life, baby. Go ahead, kill me. I'm just going to be with Jesus. So thank you, Lord. <laughs> you said the foolishness of preaching, and I'm acting real foolish right now. Because I'm trying to, I'm messing everybody's brain up. I don't want them to understand what what I was talking about. That's it. Don't lean to your understanding. You got to get a revelation from God. What the heck did I walk into today? And I say this in Jesus' name. Amen. Doug Paul is doing communion, which is absolutely holy and sacred and all of that. And let's not play with that. Amen.